0: Welcome to the Deliberate Family Podcast. I'm so excited you're here. This podcast is here to empower you to raise your family in light and truth while living in a dark world. Join me as we learn together how to build our homes on the foundation of Jesus Christ. Learn how to have meaningful relationships in your home, an intentional mindset for everything you do, and a firm foundation of faith for when life gets rocky. President Nelson has said, The adversary is quadrupling his effort to disrupt testimonies and impede the work of the Lord. As we build our families on Christ's sure foundation, we will be arming them and enabling them to overcome any of the adversary's attacks that come their way. I'm Katrina Siemens, your host of the Deliberate Family Podcast. I'm honored to be a parent in God's kingdom with you. This work we have before us is not easy. But it can be full of joy, love, and hope as we learn to raise our families with Jesus as our guide. Hello! This is the first episode of the Deliberate Family Podcast. I am so excited we are finally here. Now, I know what it's like to try out a new podcast, to wonder what is this all about and is this worth my time? If you get anything out of this podcast, I hope you walk away with light. I hope you walk away feeling hope, and I hope you walk away feeling the love of our Savior Jesus Christ, who is the ultimate source of light in our families. So today, I wanted to start in the scriptures. In Jeremiah chapter 29, Jeremiah is talking to the Jews who have been taken captive into Babylon. They have lost their city. Some have lost their friends and family, their homes, It's a dark time for God's people. They are now in a land where their beliefs are not valued and their faith is viewed as outrageous. I'm sure many of them had many reasons to feel sad, depressed, disheartened, frightened, hopeless, angry, heavy. To put it simply, darkness surrounded them. But Jeremiah, the prophet, writes them a letter, and he writes this letter to teach them how to live in this kind of world. He knows that they are going to be there for a while. The first thing he tells them is this, and he starts in verse 5, build ye houses and dwell in them. He tells them to focus on their homes and families. Don't focus on the darkness. Then he goes on. He tells them to plant gardens and to eat the fruit of them. He says, take wives and begat sons and daughters and take wives for your sons and give your daughters to husbands that they may bear sons and daughters that ye may be increased there and not diminished. I love this because he gives counsel for their temporal needs. He tells them to focus on the needs and the growth of their families. And then he tells them how to spiritually survive this situation. He tells them to seek peace and pray unto the lord for it for in the peace thereof ye shall find peace isn't that beautiful even in this dark world they have the promise of finding peace to their souls as long as they seek after it from the right source so what does that have to do with us well we live in a time of darkness our world bombards us with hard and heavy things many people around us are confused many people are lost Many do not value the things that we value, like family, children, marriage, faith, honesty, optimism, virtue, or hope. Darkness shows its ugly face almost everywhere we look, even if we are trying our hardest to avoid it. It can be coming directly at us from the outside through entertainment, school, or work, or it can be subtly filling in the gaps of our lives from technology, relationships with others, and our constant busyness. How are we supposed to live in this Babylonian world and not be consumed by the ever present darkness? Sometimes it's easy to fall into the trap of focusing on the dark, trying to fix the dark. Unfortunately, obsessing with the dark will never change the dark. Being deliberate with light will dispel the dark. What if we were to follow Jeremiah's counsel to build our homes and families? And not just build them anywhere, but build them on a strong foundation. One of my favorite scriptures says, Remember that it is upon the rock of our Redeemer, who is Christ, the Son of God, that ye must build your foundation. That when the devil shall send forth his mighty winds, and all his hail and his mighty storm shall beat upon you, it shall have no power over you because of the rock upon which ye are built, which is a sure foundation, a foundation whereon if men build, they cannot fall. I just love this imagery. Imagine with me a home built on a solid, large rock. It doesn't matter what winds come, what darkness comes, what waves come. The rock holds the home still and the home is unmovable to the point that it cannot fall. Such a cool promise. It's also just kind of a neat drawing of a house, right? But what does that actually look like in application? That's what I want to talk about today. When you get... Into the actual ins and outs of home life, what does a home that is built on Jesus actually look like? And how do we build that home? First, what does a family who is built on Jesus look like? The truth is, we're all different. Our families are all different. We each come with our own gifts, our own talents, and that will help us feel and shine the light of Christ. So it's important to remember that my family of light will not look the same as yours. And that is awesome. It's fabulous that we can all be built on the same foundation, Jesus Christ, and still have our own unique structure and culture where we feel and shine his light. That being said, here are a few ideas to consider as you envision your family built on Jesus. Maybe you're working to establish a family who knows Jesus as a friend. This could include deliberate time in praying, studying, pondering, actively receiving revelation, and becoming better individually through setting goals. Or maybe you're establishing a family who loves what the Lord loves. Things like communication, peace, forgiveness, love, service, patience, neighbors, places of worship, thoughtfulness, endurance. Or maybe you are establishing a family Who prioritizes the best over the better and the good in all things temporal or spiritual? This could be things like food that you eat, exercise you do, how spiritual study happens in your home, or other activities outside the home. Or maybe a family of light is establishing a family who teaches doctrine more than just principles and allows the spirit to testify of truth every day. Or maybe you're establishing a family where relationships are valued higher than checklists, where love abounds and conversations are more about the people than the situations. Or maybe you're establishing a home where each family member feels safe and feels like they belong. Parents and children are respectful to each other. This family that counsels together and values each other's opinions. This list could go on and on and on. Families of light can look so different on the outside, but the foundation is what is unchanging. Jesus doesn't change. So second question is, how do I get that? How do I actually do this? In my experiences, and I'm still learning, I have found that building a home on Jesus requires us to be deliberate. Building on a sure foundation isn't going to happen overnight, and it isn't going to happen unless we want it to happen. There's a pattern that I love to follow in building our home on Jesus Christ. I call it the three A's. Awareness, alignment, and action. Let me tell you briefly what this looks like. First, we are aware. We are humble and thoughtful. We take time to be still, and we are aware of what is going on in our homes and families. We are thoughtful and honest with ourselves about the good and the bad in our homes, and then we are humble when we recognize a need for change. Two, we next align our actions with our desires and the Lord's desires. We take time to counsel with him. We counsel as a family about what we truly desire and we make a plan. The greatest buildings constructed began with a solid written plan. Why should we expect our families to be built on a solid foundation without a plan of how we are to get there? And three, this last step is action. Get to work and never give up. As we act in faith and work with the Lord, we will see Him perform miracles and fill us with light. This journey to create a family of light will ebb and flow. Building a family of light does not mean we will escape all the hard things in this life. It doesn't mean that we'll always feel joy and peace. We will still experience darkness, disappointment, and discouragement. That is just part of mortality. But if we're daily working to stay built on Jesus Christ, our families will know to what source they can turn for light. As John says, truly Jesus is the light that shineth in the darkness and the darkness comprehendeth it not. I challenge you this week to use these three A's we talked about in this episode. First, take time to be aware of what's going on with each of your family members. Write down what is going well and what you wish was going better. Second, take time to align with Heavenly Father. Counsel with Him about the things going on in your home. Tell Him the desires of your heart and listen for His guidance. Write down what you hear. Then third, act. Get to work. Pick one thing you'd like to focus on doing a little bit better this week. Write down your progress as the week goes on. Watch for miracles to come. He will send some your way we need not feel overwhelmed by the world we can fortify our homes and families we can focus on the light of jesus and just as the jews in babylon we can have peace even in a dark world and that is worth working for thanks for listening to this episode If you want to enjoy more inspiration and ideas of ways to build your family on Jesus Christ, visit my website at deliberatefamily.com and sign up for my newsletter. And you can follow me on Instagram at deliberatefamily. This work to raise your family is not easy. But remember that doing simple things today will bring about great blessings and growth tomorrow. Keep up the good work.